Welcome to another Mother Runner. This is Sarah Bowen Shea. I'm joined in studio by Molly Williams. Hello, Molly. Good morning, Sarah. Nice to see you again. You two and you are wearing the most darling dress. I wish there was video for this. Oh, thank you. It's uh, my little swing dress that I made. Yes, your little wrap. uh, It's a faux wrap dress. No, it's a wrap dress. Oh, it does wrap. It wraps in the back instead of Mm -hmm. of wrapping in the front. Yep, yep, yep. So you are the logical, the only (laughs) co-host I could have for this episode because it is about... Best running friends. Oh, I'm so excited. I have been wanting to do this forever. We have lined up three sets of best running friends. That was Mm -hmm. quite a uh, coordination time-wise. So instead of our regular chit chat, we're going to have, uh, we're going to take a stroll, maybe a run. Down memory lane. Down memory lane. (laughs) Yes, we are. (laughs) It's been a while now. It has, my gosh. So we met, it's been over 10 years now. Yeah, so it's we been met like twelve when, years ago because we met through carpooling. You're, yes. Mm-hmm. So through Sharon Wine, mm-hmm. who is uh, the PTA kind of person that organizes everything in Portland, she, <laughs> she, she sure. does everything, and she, and she knew that you needed someone to carpool with. How, I you asked. Must have known I Sharon. asked her. She was head of the PTA, and yeah. I said, "Oh, you know, we're, we were going to a school that here in Portland. If you choose to go to a school through lottery, they do not give you a bus. Right. So you have to get there on your own. So mm-hmm. my older daughter Phoebe was starting at the Arts Focus Elementary School and so Sharon said oh well Molly lives six blocks from you right yeah so we ended up carpooling together and let's see yeah so that would have been 2007 yeah so all my kids would have been going to school there Mm-hmm. And it was just Phoebe that I was taking to start with. Originally, yeah. Yeah. Until I sprung the twins on you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Your energetic twins. <laughs> uh, that'll bring on early menopause right there. <laughs> Those kids. Darling, darling, darling children. But uh, yeah, so we started carpooling and um, you would show up and I'd bring, you know, my kids out and we would chit chat a little bit. And, and I would be like, Oh, you know, how are you? And you'd be like, Oh, I had a a run this morning. And then you do six miles and be like, Oh, my gosh, it's like, you know, quarter quarter past midnight is practically, (laughs) you know, how did she get out there and run? And I just thought that is just the craziest thing. And I remember telling John about it, and my husband and, uh, and we're like, Oh, yeah, how do you get up and run, you know, before school? That's just crazy. And, uh, we, you know, you, you kept telling me about it. And you always had a look of amazement a on your face. A look of amazement. And I was really wanting to, I mean, I would I would work out kind of, I'd go to the gym, but I just wouldn't really do that much. And I'd do it later in the day. And I really wanted to start a fitness journey, but I had no idea how to do it, uh-huh. really. Uh-huh. And then my, um, well, and you know, then we were like chit-chatting about other things. And you were always so nice. And like, oh. I have like, I have like two friends, you know. So, uh whenever I meet somebody that actually is interested in me and, and like, is nice to me, I'm like, Oh, you know, I'm, I'm I, I don't take it for granted because it doesn't happen all the time. <laughs> and, um, my cousin's wife, uh, wanted to do a half marathon. Um, and she asked me at Thanksgiving if I wanted to do it with her. And I thought that's a great idea because uh-huh. we would run in the spring. I said, Oh, that would be a great idea. I could, I could maybe train for a half marathon. As a matter of fact, I know somebody <laughs> who runs and I bet she would help me out because you, I think you maybe talked about the couch to 5k programs and stuff like that. And, um, and I don't, I wouldn't run at all at that point. Uh-huh. And you were so encouraging. And so Aww. I start, you, oh, you were, you were so encouraging. You've always been so nice. You, I mean, people, she is the real deal when she talks about how much she cares about you and, and is, is cheering for you. Aww. She really, really honestly does. And oh so my I, gosh. it's true. And so I, I mean, I hadn't run at all. And I just started running from my house down to Grant High School, which is, um, little less than a mile Mm -hmm. and I would like run a block walk a block run a block walk block and so I I do it I did it back and forth and you were like oh my gosh that's so good you were so encouraging about it I'm like wow that's so nice and we you know we kept meeting on this and you know eventually then I ran you know a mile and then two miles Uh and you've always been so encouraging and then I got to the point where 
I did my first six mile run where I felt like I needed to call the cops and alert them that I was going to be out there for six miles and that they just might want to have medic medics ready. I mean, I honestly did think about it like, okay, that's ridiculous. I don't need to call them. And you were just... At least call the non-emergency line. Call 311-9911. Non-emergency does not care that I'm out there. And you just were, were always just so encouraging and, uh, and you know, really uh, appreciated all that. And we, you know, we sort of bonded, but our real bonding. Oh, gosh, don't go there. The lice was when our kids got head lice. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I do remember that. And then we had all this back and forth about about head lice. And that just broke down any barriers. And it set the tone for our friendship. (laughs) But we didn't hang out together for the first couple years, right? I mean, we just kind of knew each other through carpool. And then we had the head lice thing. And then eventually so i did that half marathon and then eventually we started running together so now how did that start i don't, I don't know i don't know who suggested it yeah because yeah, at the time i did have a different woman that i ran with yeah yeah heidi i yeah. mean you had no business running with me <laughs> i was so slow <laughs> No. I couldn't do anything. See, it was perfect. You were like, um, you know, I was Dr. Frankenstein and you were my monster that yeah. I molded in my own, you know, I, if you can't, if you can't find a best running friend, mold your own, you know, <laughs> <laughs> create your own. Well, it worked. And then we started running together. We sure did. And we had all this stuff in common. I know. You I know, know, and the fact that like we can, Sarah and I can dive deep into like what they wore in the Civil War and how they would go to the bathroom. And we could talk about that for an hour. Seriously. And most people do not want to d- dive that deep. And then we'll go and do Google searches and look at things. And send each other links. Yeah. To, oh, oh, yeah. Here's some video. Yeah, and that was prompted by that movie we saw with the Nicole Kidman, yeah. uh, Sofia Coppola movie, which now I'm forgetting the, oh, the um, something. Gosh. I'm forgetting the name of it. Yeah. Whoever remembers it, yell it out while you're running. Maybe will hear you but but yeah all right thank you Alex so that so it is uh, what I want definitely what I want from this podcast is for people to have takeaways so that oh yeah you know so mm-hmm. that if they're wanting a best running friend you know how they can find one or if they just think well I'd really like to but oh gosh I'll run out of things to say after the first mile mm-hmm. I mean it is a rarity that you and I run out of things to talk about like on the one the one or two times it's happened I think you did one time say, yep, that's it. We did it. We ran out of things to talk about. And that, then that, that started us laughing so much. And then, of course, that prompted some other conversation. Right. That lasted about half a block. And then yeah. there we are again. Right. Well, I think, uh, you know, I think we're really blessed in that we both like to talk about the same kinds of things because not everybody would, mm-hmm. would want to mm-hmm. dive deep into you know, cults and all the other stuff we want to talk about. Sure. Yeah. yeah. And um so, you know, I mean, we are blessed and, and yeah. I don't I think in some ways you can't just create that. But when you're running, it's like being on a long car trip, you know, you're you you have that opportunity just to free free flow with your thoughts and I think being a good listener, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. you we joke that you talk all the time, but <laughs> yeah. you're honestly you're a very good listener oh, and you listen, sir. you know, you listen to me ramble on about stuff and I love listening to you. Oh. And so I think uh, letting yourself go and be a good listener is so important and just being there for the person. I was listening to the depression podcast and uh, the woman talked about holding space for somebody. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. Oh, hold, that's exactly. Hold space. Exactly. And isn't that wonderful? It is. Because I really it feel is. like you have, you do that for me. Oh, you're very sweet. And I feel exactly the same way. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. the fact that we get that uninterrupted time together. Oh, because I don't get that with my other friends because right unless you know Joanna and I hike which is which gives us that time but if you're like in a book group or you're having coffee it's not the same right because then you always have to there's all you feel like you need to put a pin in the conversation yeah and that that then then the situation changes uh you know you might be you know oh really you know worried I might be really worried about you know I don't know Phoebe's lack of interest in going to college or something Mm -hmm. and then if I didn't see you for two months and you were like oh so how's it going it's like Oh, please. I took her to a college counselor and now she's totally on board. Like, yeah. you know, that was so six and a half weeks ago. So, mm-hmm. uh, um, and to be able to get into the minutia of somebody's mm-hmm, life. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. And uh, I mean, you were just gone hiking. I was out at a wedding in Central Oregon. So we didn't see each other, I don't know, for five or six days. And it was just mm-hmm. like, oh, Molly. <laughs> I would say consistency. You yeah. know, I mean, even if you end up start with somebody that you don't maybe have that much in common with, but if you're consistent, mm-hmm. then at least you'll get to know them. Right. And um, I mean, we do have a lot in common, but 
it's very interesting to run with somebody or to be with somebody that you don't have something in common with, right? Yes. Because uh-huh. then you learn about their perspective. Right. Yeah. Their passion for felting or how they're a marine biologist or something. Exactly. I mean, yeah. I mean, you're a veterinarian. And so like when it's like, oh, you'll always tell me about some interesting dog case mm-hmm. or whatever, you know, this cat that you had to, you know, euthanize or whatever. And it's just like, like there's just always some interesting story going on. Yeah. And yeah. learning about your life on the East Coast and your time in New York. And Seventeen magazine. I mean, it's it's all so different than than me, and so interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so consistency, mm-hmm. and yeah. so that along with consistency, being on time, we're both like. Mm-hmm. When we say six oh five, we mean six oh five, not six oh six. No, you're you're calling me if it's six oh seven. You're like, what happened? Right, and I'm like, exactly. I'm so sorry, I'm late. Right. One more poop. One more poop. <laughs> yeah, that's generally what it is. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because we have run with other women who Mm -hmm. are not time sensitive. And, you know, that's a a certain people that might totally work for them, you know? Yeah. And our our pace is fairly, you know, compatible. Yes. But we've also found ways to work around that. We sure have. Yeah. Yeah. When one of us has been training, you know, I, you know, or I remember most recently when you were training, I was like, okay. You keep doing that repeat at your speed and I'll catch up with you or, you know, come or, or turn around, come back. Yeah. Or, or more likely you, you're doing that. Oh. Like, yeah, <laughs> you, you go ahead and lap me uh-huh. and that way you can get your speed in and I can do my thing. Yeah. Or today it was an, uh, going up the hill, going up the hill. You went up the hill and, and we also were finishing our run and you're like, oh, we got another half mile. I'm like, okay, I'm going home. <laughs> right. You can run that half yeah, mile right. So after, I ran you home you... and then even tacked on two extra blocks to get it, yeah. make it a full six miles. Yeah, yeah. But that gives us a consistency even when our, our, you know, our fitness levels aren't quite mm-hmm. the, quite the same. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And one of us, it's, it's amazing on the one hand that we've done a fi- fair number of races together. Mm-hmm. We don't usually run side by side. So we've done the same races, but then we've also a lot of times been, you'll be on a training cycle and I won't be or vice versa. Um, so mm-hmm. yeah, so we just kind of let that person then who's on the training cycle take the lead. Yeah. And yeah. that's worked out really well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah, I don't, I don't have any problems with that. Yeah. So, uh, so do you have a standout memory from our, uh, Standout time. memory. Well, the 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 beginning of our finding change episodes. <laughs> uh, so we were coming up uh, a road by a park, and oh yes, this is great. <laughs> and you, I can't even remember how it went. You saw some change. No, no I you, saw some you change. saw a nickel and a penny on the ground, and you and it was on my side. Oh. So I typically run on your left. So I run against closer to the curb uh-huh. and you like body slammed me yeah. to, to get to it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because also, because at that time, like I was the far superior found change finder at that time still are and so and so you were just so ecstatic and so i shrieked because i body slammed you you did and it scared me so much and then we just laughed our heads off yeah that was and and then there were some women up ahead two blocks ahead of us yeah they thought we were starting a fight or something like that (laughs) right so then we getting ready to call non-emergency again there they are (laughs) right and we those dang runners calling non-emergency <laughs> all the time. And uh, so, yeah, we were two blocks from those women and we get up to them and they were coming back. It was early in the morning. They were getting back from a yoga class. Mm-hmm. And of course, being Portland, it turns out that they they know yeah. people who know people. One of those women now works for Handful Bras and I ran into her at a trade show and we shrieked even louder than you and I did and we were just laughing, laughing so hard. <laughs> that, is, that is an excellent standout memory. Now I don't have one that's equivalent. Um, yeah, I can't. Um. Well, another one that was really, really cold one day, uh-huh. Uh-huh. one morning and I had like on my winter coat and so, you know, you've got your shorts on or whatever. I was like, <laughs> it's freezing out. I'm like, Can we go to the gym? No, we're not going to the gym. We're going running. So we went out to, to Laurelhurst and then we were coming back and I had another one of my, I, you know, my pooping episodes where we're like, I, 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 I gotta walk. I can't poop my pants. And I'm like, go, 
go ahead, go home. You're like, no, I won't leave you behind in the cold. <laughs> no matter what happens, no matter where you go, I'll find you. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, that's so nice because it was freezing cold. But you, but you stayed behind till I got control of my situation. That's so funny because I do remember the time you were like, oh, let's go to my gym and say, I'm like, nope, yeah. we're outside, we're doing this. <laughs> well, you keep me so accountable. Um, I, I'm really happy to have you every morning. It makes me want to get out. It's a bright part of my day. Uh-huh. I, I wish everybody could have a best running friend. I hope you guys all go out there and look for one. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. 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 Just another moment. Um, you know, I just remember another time we were running out on Forest Park. It was a really long run. And, you know, we just, again, we're doing like deep dives into, you know, cults or religion or uh-huh. whatever it is. Uh-huh. And it's just so fun to have somebody to just talk about anything about. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's really talking about everything and everything. nothing at all. Yeah. Yeah. You know, this morning we we're talking about our love of NPR and mm. <laughs> Ari Shapiro. Ari Shapiro. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, oh my goodness. And I, certainly I remember how incredible you were to me when I had my fractured ankle. Yeah. And you visited me in the hospital and I was asleep. And so then I wake up and you had brought a gift for me. And yeah. I was like, oh, she didn't even wake me up. Like, how thoughtful is that? <laughs> and then I had my little, um, that, that odd kind of peg leggy thing that let me walk. And mm-hmm. we walked around the block together. Yeah. And that, that made meant the world to me i was like oh we can still be together yeah <laughs> so well i love you molly so much so you too sarah yeah yeah so um so as i said i've been wanting to do this topic forever and um so really you know it's, as i said we're bringing on three pairs of B- brfs best running friends whether you have a BRF, whether you're searching for one, or even if you can't ever imagine running with someone else, you're going to want to listen to this episode. Stay with us. Our first duo are a pair that cemented in my mind that we have to do this episode. Holly Gordon and Anne Sudith are friends since their college days at Brown University. Uh, these moms now live on opposite coasts. Met them at the Rancho La Puerta retreat where they told me they do their weekend runs, quote unquote, together, talking to each other the entire time via phone. Thanks for joining us, Holly and Ann. Thanks for having us. Yeah. Yeah. So um, maybe uh, tell us how many kids you have and like say, you know, like this is Ann and then then what you have and then uh, say where you live as well. Okay, and you go first. Sure. This is Anne. I have two daughters, ages 16 and 14, and I live outside of Boston in Brookline, Massachusetts. Mm-hmm. And this is Holly, and I have a daughter, age 16, and a son, age 14. Mm-hmm. Um, and they are both within two months of, of Anne's children, so they are basically like cousins. <laughs> uh, and I live in Los Angeles in the Pacific Palisades. Nice. Wow. You guys planned this, didn't you? <laughs> we got together. I said, hey. Uh, yeah. So you guys have been running together for a long time. So how did it get started in college? Okay. So actually we were roommates in college, but we did not start running in college. I am a early board morning person and Anne is a late night person. Mm. I am the person who hands in things on time. And Anne is somebody in those days who was an epic procrastinator. (laughs) So um, I was running all through college and Anne was watching me waving with her cup of coffee out, you know, like at 10 Uh a.m. saying, have fun, Molly. Um, So we actually started running um, we both moved to New York City after graduation, um, and we started running in New York City um, because we signed up for a half marathon together. Mm. And Anne was living about five blocks away from where I was working. And so we started a Monday night running date around the Central Park Reservoir. And so to train for this half marathon in Philadelphia, the Philly half marathon, which is super fun. Um, so that's how it got Scott started our weekly running date. Oh, where had you been friends like through college and then into after college, or did you just kind of like accidentally reconvene in New York? No, we were roommates in college, and then definitely you know kept up and kept um, up with it. Mm-hmm. I lived with one of our other roommates in New York and stuff, so we were our friendship was uh, continued and was enduring. So it was just one more way of us connecting, one more oh. reason to get together. Yeah, yeah. and then I um, left New York and moved out of the city and. Um, we kind of, and we were also at that stage having kids and having our weekly runs as a phone call was one of the ways we kind of kept in touch with each other. 
Oh, so it started back then. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So I thought this was just a because you were on separate coast type thing. No. So, no. 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 This no. Is the like... separate coast just made it harder. <laughs> right. I know. So okay. So we've, been doing, we've been doing it for a long time. So you need to talk about um, and talk about logistics. You know, and so that if you started a while ago when you were first having kids, I mean, I don't, I don't think Bluetooth existed then. Like, talk about <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, I was actually gonna say like we couldn't have been doing it. We must have had our kids must have been of a certain age because. We, we would have started doing it when you could actually have earbuds mm-hmm. yeah, so it and was a cell post, service that... Yeah, it was post the yeah. first iPhone. So both mm-hmm. of us are early adopters of tech. And so we both got the first iPhone. So that was 2007. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. And so our kids were of a certain age right at that point. But we... So it was, I think, 2008 or so, probably was maybe eight or nine was when we had enough ubiquitous cell service. Us, but we would have, I remember going for runs where we would have, um, you know, 10 minutes where we knew we had cell service. Then we would know that we would drop off of cell service for a period of time because both of us were on a route that didn't have coverage. And oh then we gosh. would reconvene. So we wow. would, um, so we'd be like, you know, mile four, how's your run? Right. We, 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 I'm almost to the graveyard. I'll call you in 10. Yeah. <laughs> it's dead cell coverage there. <laughs> 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 Um, so but then now that you guys are on opposite coasts i mean how does it work with Anne being three hours ahead of you holly well this is when me being an early bird hasn't changed so (laughs) my husband is not very happy about it Uh but there are occasions when i get out of bed on a on a sunday i wake up at five every morning anyway on a work day so Mm -hmm. I give myself to 5.30, maybe quarter to six. Oh, living large there. So that there. I can be Ooh. running. <laughs> living large, right? But so that I can at least, so Anne, and Anne gets to have like her tea and her muffin before she runs, which <laughs> she likes to do. And she has a reasonable time. So it actually works really well for both of us. So she's had her tea and her muffin and maybe a half a banana. Mm-hmm. And I roll out of bed and we're like on our way by 6.15 yeah, or 6.30. It's, you know, my 9.30. Time, time. So it's very humane for, for me. <laughs> <laughs> Except in the summer when the weather, you know, totally knocks you for a loop, particularly that you have way more humidity yeah. than Holly yes. does. And yeah. Yes. Yeah. And I will yeah. say we have, yeah, there's definitely were periods in July where we were, um, not as as game for it because of that very reason mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um yeah there are the winter is when it's actually hilarious because I, we tend to send a picture to each other when we're on our run so mm-hmm. holly will send a picture of me in a tank top and you know palm trees in the background and i look like the abominable snowman <laughs> um, with all my my hat and my gloves and everything all my layers so it's kind of hilarious I try not to make her feel bad. Yeah, exactly. It's really, really nice. <laughs> when the topic of the weather comes up, you just casually change the conversation as quickly as yeah. possible. Yeah, exactly. Well, you guys exactly. have been through a lot of generations of like Bluetooth and headphones and stuff like that. I try to talk to my friends when I run sometimes um, in Ohio and they're like, oh, you know, the wind noise, I can't really hear you. How do you guys manage that? Oh, well, actually, that's a really good topic because sometimes Anne gets really annoyed with me because I'm always trying new like little devices because we've gone from like, you know, the umbilical cord, right? Like you had to have the thing in your ears. Uh-huh. Um, and I don't like that. So I've tried m- multiple different um, headsets uh-huh. um, and Anne has a very low tolerance for like, she's like, I can't hear you. The noise is really fast. What are you doing? I sound terrible. Really, I'm not quite that fast. No, she's like high standards. Um, and so, yes, she has high standards and she, she does get annoyed. Um, so we basically just sort of roll with the punches. Now, the, the, the other thing that I would tell you is that one of the reasons that we've done this so consistently is that we also, um, we try to go away for a trip. So we were in Rancho La Puerta together. Um, and, um, we try to go away in January for like a three day weekend Uh together, which we've been also doing since our kids were little and that was really born out of being young mothers and feeling like oh my gosh we're drowning in this new stage of life Mm -hmm. and um saying to our husbands like we love you but we just need three days by ourselves Mm -hmm. and so what happens on those trips is that we started thinking about what you know what we wanted out of life and how to make space in uh in life 
at, and you know, those young parenting years where it feels like there's no space for anything other than, you know, the laundry mm -hmm. and the feeding and the caring and the appointments and blah, blah, blah. And both of us had jobs at that time. Um, and so we would make a sort of plan for the year, like, um, you know, stuff that we wanted to make space for. Mm -hmm. um, and so the weekly runs actually became an amazing way to check in on those wow. commitments. Mm -hmm. wow. Um, and it's almost like the running and like having your own personal sort of coach to say, mm. you know, for example, um, you know, I, don't be ruled by your inbox. Right. Mm. I was always like, oh, my gosh, Ann, just hang on one second. I've got to just return to this email. <laughs> and so for me, not being ruled by my inbox was something that that I could work at for the year and like it could help coach me. Yeah. That is yeah. fabulous. I mean, that is, you know, that is yeah, priceless. Some of them, I mean, that one was a work-related goal, but yeah. You two, you two are good friends. The... You hold each other accountable. You have good ideas. You make time for each other. And that probably encourages you to, yeah, to do absolutely. more things together that you've got that other person like, yeah, let's do this. Let's be there for each other. Yeah. And just somebody who can encourage you to be, you know, to just take a minute, because running is such a clarifying, it's like, a, for me, it's like resetting my hard drive, right? It's such a cl head clearing thing to do anyway. Mm -hmm. um, and so to do it with a friend who's really kind of living a similar kind of life, whether it be with conversations about our husbands, or like what our kids were going through, or like, you know, what to literally make for dinner that night. Mm -hmm. um, you know, it's not all highbrow. It can be pretty, uh, pretty hand-to-hand -hand combat. But, but it made those runs, um, you know, both physically rewarding, but also really emotionally rewarding. Absolutely, mm. that's fantastic. And you don't have to go into your backstory because you all know that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, we sure do. Yeah. <laughs> so, so last question: Do either of you have an in-person best running friend, or have you ever considered finding one, or would you feel that was being unfaithful to each other? <laughs> well, it's funny you should say that because one of the little mantras in our manifesto a few years back, because I've moved several times, so I'm always trying to like find ways to connect with local people. Um, so one of our little mantras from the manifesto was, quote unquote, love local ladies. So <laughs> we were like trying to, you know, find points of connection. And um, I think there was some point where I was like, you know, in search of the local running bestie. Um but I would never be disloyal to Holly. So, well, she had a group that she would, I was envious. She had a group in Philadelphia that she used to run slash hike with. Uh -huh. um, and then more recently in Boston, um, right, yeah, Anne? Yeah, you, you, mm -hmm. yeah, she's been running with a group. But I sadly um, have not, I have some walking friends, but I have no other running friends. You're loyal. You're loyal, Holly. Yeah. yeah. I'm loyal. Yeah. <laughs> but it's hard. And I'm also kind of slow. So there's always that thing, right? Like when I'm running with Anne, it doesn't matter if I'm running a 12 minute mile and she's running 10 and a half. That's true. Right? That's true. So there's that awesome piece of it, which is like, it's a no judgment zone. And often like, you know, we'll say like, oh, I'm probably going to be, it's probably going to be a walk run for me. Mm -hmm. Or Anne will say like, oh, I'm hitting a hill. Uh -huh. Right. So <laughs> it, there's all sorts of freedom that come with just having the cell connection yeah. versus actually having to keep pace with someone. Yeah. That's really good we, point. Yeah. we generally have to kind of reorient before we do this half marathon in the fall. We'll check in and say, you know, kind of where are you in terms of your fitness level? Because um, we have, we run together during the half marathon. So, and oh, we generally yeah. tend to talk the whole way through it. So we're so happy to be together in person. Um, and we've done it last several years. We've done uh, a race in November in New Hampshire and our third roommate from college joins us. So oh. we have the three of us, um, but yeah. and we all follow the same training guide too. So that helps. So we're doing our long runs at the same time and we're all in sort of on sync. Oh, brilliant. Brilliant. Well, thank you so much for sharing your stories, ladies. It was fun talking with you again. Fun talking to you too. Absolutely. Thanks for having us. Thanks for having us. Our next pair of BRFs 
is Molly Andrade and Paige Carrillo from Fort Worth, Texas. What caught my attention about them was a comment Molly wrote on our Facebook page. She has three kids. Paige doesn't have any, yet she accommodates Molly's schedule, which to me seems incredibly kind. Um, I realize mother runners and child-free runners can be friends, but there's also a somewhat significant age gap between the two ladies. And Molly was Paige's Bible school teacher in high school, and then Paige babysat for Molly's kids. So I just love all their connections. So I'll let them fill in on more details, but welcome to the show, ladies. Thank you so much for having us. Yeah. So, so um, uh, okay, Molly, start by um, telling us uh, how old your kids are. So I have a 15-year-old, an almost 11-year-old, and then I have a four-year-old. Okay. Wow, and full house. Spread them out. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So you've been running partners for nearly a decade. So tell us the story mm-hmm. of how you got started running together. Okay, so Paige was training for a half marathon, and she was also babysitting my youngest at the time. And when I would come home from work, she would we would just go for a run together. Mm-hmm. It was a good time to go for a run and kind of help her and encourage her, but also get me back into the swing of running. I hadn't been consistent in a while. So you told us uh, via email you've run together at least once a week for most of your years together. Uh, Paige, we understand you even stuck by Molly's side during her final months of her third pregnancy and after her C-section. Please tell us more about that. Yeah, so we would just meet and still, even if we walked for a little bit or if we just, you know, walk, run, or at the end we ended up doing yoga, I think, for a little bit. But it was still fun Mm -hmm. to meet up and just help me stay accountable as well because I would, you know, run during the week and different times and then she would still be there to ask me about it or encourage me to, you know, keep running or racing and all of that. So it was really fun. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like you kind of lived through her pregnancies with her? I, I think so. I mean, we were running a nine miler and at mile two, <laughs> we're getting water and she says, oh, I guess I really need this water. I have a baby in my belly. And I was like, what? And that's whenever she told me oh. she was pregnant with him. So <laughs> I really do feel like I got to be on the journey the whole way through. I always tell wow. her if she, if she calls and says, hey, you want to go for a nine miler, then I'll know what that means. <laughs> how how much younger are you Paige 15 years oh that's nice so is Molly kind of an older sister for you yes definitely oh that's a nice way of looking at it Molly do you all ever find that you're kind of on different conversational page pages though because of the age difference you know like that I don't know Molly wants to talk about potty training or something you just kind of are like I don't know uh, I don't remember when I got potty trained <laughs> pages is always very gracious um she listens to the stories about the kids or if I'm having an issue or with the teenager she's very helpful with me and she'll talk to me about you know remembering a time and what her mom did to help her or something that was an encouragement mm. she always gives me a different perspective what a which I appreciate, but we never run out of things mm-hmm. to talk about. Mm-mm. When we ran our marathon together, we <laughs> talked the whole way and then probably mm-hmm. texted after and then mm-hmm. had dinner that night. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> you guys it are is, like sisters. Yeah. It is, it is, but it's also kind of, it's well, it's also kind of like the more time you spend together, then the more you have to talk with each other. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just like, it, I don't know. And Paige, what were you going to say about your husband's? Did they make some joke? Well, they, it's Molly again. I, uh, it's oh, okay. Sorry. She's, our husbands always joke about, didn't you just run together for an hour or two hours? Isn't that enough? <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> There's still more words. <laughs> There's still more words. Um, so Molly, in an email before the show, you wrote, we compliment each other so well. She's so good about signing us up for a race or starting a training plan. And Paige can always count on me to get us across the finish line. She's a strong starter and I'm a strong finisher. So could you talk more about that symbiosis? I just love it. Yes. um, We just fit together perfectly. I'm glad to just make it out my door and run. Uh, So she has the, she has the courage and the gumption and the vision to sign us up and let's do this race or that race, or let's go for a, a further distance. 
Um, and then I'm such a strong finisher. I, I always tell her, you know, I'll get you across the finish line. You know, I'll get us there. Mm. It's true. It's very true. <laughs> yep. Paige, talk a little bit more about that. Talk about um, how you feel you complement each other and kind of are, are the yin to her yang. So I feel like I... I don't know. I feel like at the end, I at least halfway, sometimes we're joking. I'm like, okay, I'm halfway. Like, I know I'm going to get to the end, but I'm never necessarily in a rush or I'm like, oh, we'll get there. And she's like, come on, let's do this. Like, we got to get there. We're going to finish strong and all this. And so I think the mental part at the end is where she's a lot stronger than me, especially in the marathon and different things like that. It was like, okay, I just need you to pull me through and then we do it. I blame childbirth for the mental strength. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yes. yes yeah for yeah. sure so there is an age difference between the two of you what are your ages i'm 27 and i'm 42 am i 42 <laughs> surely not <laughs> yes yes so, so so that's great so you still have all this common ground with the conversation between the two of you um so molly don't you love that you're running the same speed as somebody in their 20s it's pretty fantastic to think that <laughs> I can keep up with her, but this woman is gorgeous. Uh, she's got these long legs, so mine are like mm-hmm. double time next to hers. <laughs> so, you know, <laughs> the physical appearance, that's not always easy for me to run next to her, but the oh, rest please. of it, you know, is, is great. It's an encouragement. She's definitely mm-hmm. the faster one. I'm just, so that's how we started. Yes. We would short and fast, uh-huh. and she would make me go fast. And then I was like, well, let's do like six, seven, maybe 10 miles. And it was like, what? I'm like, yeah, well, we can't go at the same pace as our short miles. So it's a good balance. Definitely. Uh-huh. So speaking of races, um, tell us how you guys approach them. Do you run side by side or do you leave each other's side? I think the, this is Molly. I think the maybe mm-hmm. first two races we ran together, I was like, okay, see you later. I'll see you at the end missed her the whole time and we we haven't separated in a race Mm -mm. since then we run side by side now there was a half marathon she Paige makes fun of me because I kind of like to pick people off at the end and I'll say can Mm -hmm. we just pass green shirt lady please but she (laughs) knows that once I pass green shirt lady it's going to be the next lady yeah yeah Yeah, there's blue hat lady ahead of you yeah Uh Uh so sometimes at the end she'll say just please just go pass them all and I'll see you there (laughs) (laughs) so do you um but it's not till like the very end I mean we can like see the finish line it's not like a mile away or anything so I'm like okay okay but most of the time we just side by side yes definitely oh will you try to cross the finish line together holding hands I think we did for our full marathon we did yes yeah but otherwise, it's okay for, for one of you to pull ahead. And... Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, the choice is always there. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sarah and I have only done one together, like side by side. And then at the, at the very end, I just had, you know, I had a little left and I knew she would want me to go for it. So mm-hmm. I pulled ahead mm-hmm. and we didn't finish side by side. She mm-hmm. was very proud of me. Mm-hmm. But then since then, we just run our own races. We do. I also find it difficult to run, to stay side by side with someone with the crowd and kind of like the sense of like, oh, well, I'm going to pass on the left and there's enough room for me to get through. But I don't know. I find, do you find it difficult to stay next to each other? I think at times, but not really. I guess we've just been doing it for so long. We kind of know how to navigate and then just. And I'll grab her hand. Yeah. Like if we have to go single file, mm-hmm. like to get through some people, I'll grab her hand wow. and we'll get through them. Mm-hmm. Or, or sometimes we'll go around someone. Okay. I'll meet you on the other side of them. Yeah. <laughs> It's true. Right. <laughs> yeah. Good. I just need to be in my own space during a race, like in my own head space. I don't want to have to 
think about Sarah. I want to. I know she's going to be okay. I just need to kind of be in my own head. I remember for the one race that Molly and I did run it all side by side. I knew I would, it was a half marathon. I knew I'd have to have music, so I made us a playlist. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and it was definitely my kind of music, which is not always Molly's kind of music. And then I definitely wanted it in that specific order. And I think you'd put yours on shuffle or something. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, I love this song, and she was only listening to a completely different song. <laughs> so um so from the name from the from the names of the photos you ladies emailed to me seems you keep very close notes about your mileage and your runs so is that something you both do or is one of you like the keeper of memories for your running together I would definitely say Molly is the keeper of memories. I do have running (laughs) journals and I have my watch now. Of course, it helps us keep track on our app and we can kind of track it through that. But as far as remembering Uh races and timelines and all that, that's definitely Molly. (laughs) Uh Yeah. And Molly, do you have it? I mean, as a side note, I mean, how do you keep all those notes? Because I was amazed. You're like, here's us in our thousandth mile run together. And, you know, oh, here's the, here was the trickiest turn we've ever done in a marathon. I'm like, oh, my gosh, this woman has like a steel trap for her mind. It's it's a little crazy in there. Yeah, I, I remember almost, uh, I probably remember a lot. A lot. A lot. Uh, and just things are super important to me and they just kind of imprint, I guess. Mm-hmm. That uh-huh. thousand mm-hmm. mile was exciting mm-hmm. and that she showed up to run with me before she had to go to work. And two, that was my Aww. first time to run, a, you know, a thousand miles in a year. So it was pretty uh-huh. special. Uh-huh. Yeah, we did it. You did it. <laughs> I was just there. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> You're just along right. for the ride. <laughs> yep. Well, you two sound like great friends. Yeah. Yeah. We, we treasure awesome. our friendship. Oh, that's nice. That's nice. Wonderful. Um, And Molly, maybe um, someday before too long, you might be um, accompanying her on her nine mile run. Maybe. Oh, yes. I look forward to that. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. You you can be the big advice giver on that one then. (laughs) Yeah. Well, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, Molly and Paige, thank you so much for sharing your story with us and many happy miles to you. Of course. Thank you so much. Thanks for having us. Well, last but not least, this running duet is made up of two mother runners who live right outside of our nation's capital, Erica Turrell and Cheryl Chires. Did I, I, I didn't say that. That was right. perfect. That was that perfect. Oh, it was. Oh my yeah. gosh. Okay. <laughs> who say they are codependent, but in a good way. Both are training for the Marine Corps Marathon following a train like a mother club program. Thank you very much. Uh, Thanks for coming on board, gals. Thank you for having us. Thanks for having us. Yeah, yeah. So you two have uh, each have two kids who are close in age, right? This is true. Yes. Okay. Yeah. How old? So um, this is Erica. My daughter is 11 and my son is nine. And this is Cheryl. And I have two daughters um, who are eight and 10, but will be turning nine and 11 shortly. Gotcha. Gotcha. So Erica, you need to tell us first why one of your daughter's nine-year-old pal said we need to change the acronym from BRF to RBF. (laughs) Yes. So it is imperative. It's imperative as per my 11-year-old daughter's best friend that um, when you say uh, best running friend abbreviated as BRF, that is the hip kid lingo for barf. (laughs) Yes. So um it will inspire many laugh, like much laughter and like judgmental looks if you say uh, BRF. So just for your situational awareness, that's a thing apparently. Uh, situational awareness. Thank you very much. <laughs> okay, good to know. Yeah. So Cheryl, you need to tell us the story of how you two met. Okay, well, we have the same story about when we just met with slightly different spins on it, Um, but we both (laughs) were signed up for a marathon training program through um, a local Fleet Feet, Um, and the first year that we did it, um, we were both in the same pace group, but I much people don't believe it, but I'm actually quite shy in new social groups. So I kind of always would be running in the same group as Erica, but I kept to myself and thought she was too cool for me. Um, But then we both came back for another season of marathon training. And I realized through the Facebook group, which I didn't check often that she lived pretty close to me. um, Whereas the place, um, the store we 
trained out of was 30 minutes away. So I asked her if she would be interested in running closer to home on some of the non-training days and the rest is history. Yeah. Now she's stuck with me. Oh, and she's not too cool for you. Well, I mean, actually, Cheryl was much too cool for me, which is why we didn't talk <laughs> the first season. So we have sort of the uh, same same perspective, but different point of view, I guess, or flip that. But yeah, so she she was not able to. Uh, she was too cool for school the first year, but now now she can't shake me. Ah, that's good. So how <laughs> often do you guys run together, and uh, where do you meet? So we. So this is Erica. Oh, sorry. You want no, to go? You <laughs> no, you. No, you. So, so uh, um, this is Erica. So we, um, we, I think we typically, Cheryl, correct me if I am wrong, but at least twice a week. Uh, so okay. for our our long runs, weekends, and then um, hopefully at least one like midweek shorter run um, or walk run, as our program uh, dictates. Uh, so we typically have a. A, a specific meeting space that I don't even think like I don't even ask where we're meeting it's just we meet yeah. at this one little shopping center that also conveniently has a Starbucks um and uh and and except for on the weekend sometimes we mix up a little bit depending like for longer runs if we're hoping to have like some new scenery Cheryl is much more ambitious with regard to like driving places and mapping out routes. I just kind of show up. She's, she's more of the cruise director of the pair. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's what I wondered how you, so you, so you're not running distance from each other. So you have no. to drive to meet up or could, okay. no, it would be a very, and, cause it would, I mean, we live close together, but it would be a, a long run every time if we were running to each other's houses. Which yeah. I think is often the case okay. for people in our area, just because it's, it takes so long to get everywhere, even if it's not distance wise, very long. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then, and Erica, you just put your, yourself in Cheryl's hands and let her decide where, what route you're going to run and all that sort of stuff. Pretty much. Yeah. I'm, I'm pretty, She's um, very I'm good pretty, at following instructions. Busy. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I will say too, I'm definitely a super, super early bird. And Erica is a true best running friend because when I say, oh, let's get up at sa on Saturday and meet at 4.40 a.m., she is like, oh, naturally, mm. that's a great time to go. Cheryl <laughs> is early wow. for everything. She's early for everything. I swear, like, she gets there the night before. Like, there's, I cannot get, I can never get there. I think once in, like, I don't know how many years it's been that we've been running together. I'm sure it's, we, we wrote it down when we uh, connected with you about, about doing this. But I, I think maybe I've been ahead of Cheryl once. It's like, she's always early. I think she gets her and sleeps in her car or something. It's just really astounding. <laughs> Oh, but you're, Erica's not late, are you? I, no, oh. although I, you know, I, I'm not a lot better. I, I would like to, I would like, I would, I would run about like three to five minutes late. I mean, it depends on the lights, you know, like just yeah. mm -hmm. and such, but, but I think, I think, and Cheryl hopefully will back me up on this. Like this season in particular, I have been like spot on. She time. has. And I'm, this is a, I'm obsessively early so she's right about that it's mm -hmm. just in my blood and so it's mm -hmm. it becomes a very big joke anytime she beats me which is very very infrequently <laughs> but it's like mm -hmm. kind of a funny joke when she'll get there she'll be uh -huh. like dancing because she beat me by two minutes to our meetup spot <laughs> nice, nice, nice. The little things in life that really bring me joy. She'll pretend like she's taking a nap. Oh, where were you? Yeah, so, so she's uh, been the night before sleeping in her car. <laughs> so, um, so one of you was telling me via email how different the two of you are, especially in your race selection. So, tell us a bit about um, how that presented itself with the whole New York City Marathon experience. This is Cheryl. Um, so Erica is definitely the more urban, I guess, or in my opinion, hip person. So she definitely had it as a bucket list item to do New York City. Um, and I appreciate easy logistics, not complicated, not huge crowds, despite the fact I've done Marine Corps many times. 
So she, you know, was saying, okay, I think this is the year we should definitely enter the New York City lottery. And everything in me, even though I didn't want to, I didn't hesitate at all because I felt like, well, even if this is crazy logistics in terms of getting there with the 50 some odd thousand number of people, like a hundred percent will do it because I know I'll have an amazing time with Erica. And then the stars were really aligned because it was the year I turned 40 and I got in, which this goes to show, I got in my first time applying through the lottery and I'm sure it's because I wasn't a hundred percent into it. Right, right. And then Erica <laughs> also got in the same year in lottery. <gasps> yeah. Yeah. It wow. was meant to be. Which is good because we had no backup yes. plan. We had no for <laughs> charity. All you know, basically it was gonna be like, I'll make a great sign for you if you get in and I don't. <laughs> oh my goodness. And oh. was it fun? It was <laughs> was it fun, Erica? <laughs> well, the other part of that story <laughs> is that we did Marine Corps the week before New York. Oh my goodness. Good planning. <laughs> and so it was maybe a little less enjoyable than it would have been if we hadn't run a marathon seven days prior. But the experience um, was amazing. But we like, we all, this is Erica, we aligned our goals for that. So it, it was sort of like a complicated, uh, complicated scenario that, that led us to both run Marine Corps the week before. But basically, uh, Cheryl decided she was going to do it, and I decided that I had to also run Marine Corps the week before because I wanted we wanted our New York experiences and expectations to be the same. Um, mm. Like if if one of us was tired, and but it was the other one's only marathon, we didn't we just we wanted just enjoy it and have fun, and so uh, so we <laughs> we pretty much signed on for like knowing that this you know, so it can just be terrible, terrible or crazy for both of us. And, and it actually like, but it's just funny because like we got there and like, you know, the Marine Corps marathon the week before had like, we had wonderful weather and the race experience was like pinch me amazing. And, and it was just, it was great. And then we like got to New York and we were like, wow, this like, I feel good. And I feel kind of like recovered. My legs feel good. And, and maybe, you know, it's going to be like super awesome. And then like, I mean, it was super awesome, but it wasn't like super awesome. It was like, like <laughs> about mile nine, like we turned to each other and we were like, I don't know who said it first, uh, but it was like, so, Hey, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty miserable. Like, how about you? <laughs> like, nope. and, and, but from there on in, like, we were like, well, all right, well, like, we're just going to enjoy every minute of, of this experience and not worry about anything. And, uh, mm -hmm. and it was, it was super fun. We had, we had yeah. a great time. Yeah. And you had each other for the trip. That's fun. Yeah. yeah. So it sounds like you two are like Sarah and me. You have a friendship that goes beyond the bounds of road and trail, like going to concerts and book readings together. Uh, can you share the story about your out-of-state tattoo-focused road trip? <laughs> <laughs> Erica, that's all you. <laughs> so, I mean, so so Cheryl, uh, uh, Cheryl and I both, uh, have have a have a bit of a bit of ink and uh, there she had some that I particularly admired and there's a, a, a calligrapher who uh, had done some work for her that I was hoping could do some work for me but uh, so I had I had um, you know hired a, the commissioned the calligraphy and but then Cheryl um, always like the responsible guiding cruise director was very like specific in who she thought I should go to to like actually do the work and so she did all of this research and figured out like what questions I should ask and like how I should like find the right person and so uh the person that she selected that was appropriate for this was in yes. Philadelphia so we, like we wow we, we took a weekend away and it was super fun and we like you know went out to eat and we went running along um you know through the city in philadelphia and we went out for me to get my tattoo and like cheryl brought her friend along who was a midwife midwifery midwifery i cannot say that uh <laughs> yeah. in school to be a midwife who brought like her like stuffed uh <laughs> uterus tool and was like oh, no. demoing it in the studio while they were working it was it was just a really um really wait, unforgettable wait, wait. and fun experience. Wait, so you wait, you brought the midwife along so that what she could help you manage your pain or something? <laughs> like know, although I, 
no, just because we were hanging out and she was like, okay, cool. Like I'll go with you. So she came along with us and she was still a lovely person. One thing, one thing I think that's really um, kind of tangential to the tattoo story, but really true for our friendship is that Cheryl and I both like will bring other friends along to do things to go for a long run or to like go out of, you know, meet up out of state to get a tattoo, things like that. But like, um, they're just like good people, you know, like we're both very like trusting that like, oh, like, you know, your friends are really nice. And like, my friends are really nice too. And like, we can, we like, we have this great friendship where we spend a lot of time, just the two of us, but like, we're also like, we're not like, you know, we don't, ex- you know, we're not like exclusive. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you have an open an open relationship is what you're trying to say that's what you, yeah. Yeah. Totally. we have so much but love like, to what? share <laughs> but not, yeah. not creepy <laughs> i think this is going to become a cable series or maybe a mini series <laughs> i don't know <laughs> well, what tattoo did you get Oh, um, I, I had some i had some text uh that was that was that was meaningful to me um that uh it just it's just some script on my arm it, it's also cheryl has the script on her arm too although it's completely different but like when i first wanted it i was like am i like is this too stalker like and she's like it's really not like that you know rare of a place to put a tattoo like, okay fine <laughs> we're just we're gonna check make sure it wasn't creepy you know because so, so, yeah. you have you you're the uh Script tattoos say different things. You're saying yes, yes, they do. They're just mm-hmm. in the same different. place. Yeah. but again, it's yeah. our forearm, mm-hmm. so it's not really an odd place. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, it's not like you have on the bridge of your nose or something. Right. Right. Okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's uh-huh. next. Maybe that'll be our next <laughs> right. Right. I have a forearm tattoo too, as well, but I can't convince Sarah to get one. She did. Oh boy, after and she and Molly sprung it on me. Like she had said, "Oh, I want to get this tattoo that has you know." birds flying out of a nest from a tree you know this whole thing once her all her three daughters flew yeah, the nest it's my matron to to, tattoo yeah and so but she got it while her uh, youngest daughter was still in high school and she, she was one foot out the door i know but yeah. you didn't tell me beforehand and it was just like you just showed up with it and yeah. i was like i was like oh oh my well, you did that I, I didn't say anything but all i thought was she did that without asking me <laughs> <laughs> and then and i mean it looks so it's so well done it's really a good tattoo and so then but for i remember like for two runs after that you were just like oh sir you totally need to get a tattoo here's why you need to get a tattoo <laughs> la 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 and, and i'd get like really roped into it like i'd be like yeah 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 and i'd get home and i'd be like you know shake my head and be like nope no that that's it's awesome for other people it's just not for me you gotta want it and there's so many good tattoo studios in portland oh please i'm not sure how i'd choose them well you can look at the art yeah (laughs) yeah you do the deep dive contact cheryl cheryl can do all the research for you and tell you where to go and who to get and Mm -hmm. really guide you yeah oh my goodness okay so so um one last question but um I knew I was going to love you gals when I think it was Cheryl told me you rock the matchy matchy thing pretty hard. So um, Mm. I, I totally had Molly and I dress in matching outfits for our first race together. So talk about your race day twinsiness and do you, you don't dress alike on runs. Do you? Not, not on purpose. (laughs) Not on purpose. Sometimes (laughs) by accident. Uh Often by, often by accident. Uh (laughs) Um, well, because it's often like if there's a place where like we'll buy running skirts and if there's a sale, chances are like we're going to like order together or like Cheryl is also an excellent personal shopper um, mm-hmm. and will shop for me and be like, I bought you this, I bought you this skirt. Here's your, here's your, here's your bill. <laughs> Which is like awesome. <laughs> really convenient for me um, because, um, yeah, I just, I trust her, you know, it's great. It's just like, you know, here's your And it didn't, I feel like yeah. if you asked me I would definitely not identify myself normally as someone who would want to wear a matching outfit with somebody no me either ever (laughs) ever at all but then it just became like funny (laughs) and you get a lot of comments from people um like when we um dressed alike for New York so many people commented on our matching outfits uh-huh, and so it right. kind of lightens the mood when you're feeling crappy when people are at least commenting that you they really like your outfit even though you look like you might be you know halfway to 
the grave, but um, you might you might look like you're, you're running a marathon when just a week yeah, before right, you exactly. ran a marathon, for instance. Right. Oh yeah. <laughs> I mean, maybe. <laughs> and so do, are these things you have in your closet or do you go out and, you know, bought, cause for Molly and me, we ordered, I ordered a specific skirts and then I got, you know, shirts out of the mother runner store, obviously. We were adorable. And I got a, uh, socks with hearts on them. Yes. yes um, we purple socks with oh, white yeah, hearts heart on the side. Socks. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so do, often is it... the skirts are easy. I feel like, because we know like, what styles we each like because I prefer a more like swingy skirt and Erica prefer prefers a less swingy skirt mm-hmm. um and then often if I if one of us sees something we'll just send each other the link and mm-hmm. say buy this and then the other person writes back like done <laughs> <laughs> and there doesn't need to be any context or build up to that at all like no no like, you're just like oh naturally right. I mean I have to do that like there's no option not to (laughs) it's hard to leave the high school self behind the peer pressure (laughs) oh my goodness oh my goodness uh well we were saying you know we might have to get a new outfit for this fall absolutely Mm -hmm. yeah 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 Mm -hmm. yes and then do you have matching contingency outfits like in case there's you know do you have a tank top and a long sleeve shirt so that you you know make sure you will be matching no matter what the weather is? Um, this is Cheryl. For New York, we did bring long sleeves because we started so late. We knew that we might want to take something off and on, which we did mm-hmm. end up doing. We took off the long sleeve and then ended up putting it back on in the evening. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Um, I think otherwise we we commit and we stick nice, with it. Nice, Come hell or high water, this is what we're wearing. The I like less it. decisions, the better. Yeah, yeah, I bet you have cute race pictures. We we do have some good race pictures. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! Have this amazing. Uh, Cheryl made that. There was one year where I ran Marie Corps and Cheryl did not, and so she um, she made this gigantic blow up of my face. Oh, boy. oh, it's like one of those like face on a stick things. Yes, um, so nice. Find her along mm-hmm. the course, which is amazing. Um, mm-hmm. Also amazing is that I still have it, and I like to use it to scare my children, which is like, <laughs> fun. But, like I just keep it. It's, it's always available for me to like you know just pull out of my office and like you know just. Uh-huh. You. I'm like watching that. you. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> nice, nice. Oh my gosh. Well, ladies, I'm sh- I'm sure we could go on and on, but we, we got to cut this party off. So thanks for joining us. Oh, thank you for having us. Thank you so much. This was super fun. All right. Well, if you are still with us, thank you for staying through. I, I know there are a couple of technical issues, um, but if you're still with us, you must like us. So please do us a favor and tell a friend, neighbor, sister, colleague, or best running friend about our show. If they aren't already a podcast listener, take a minute to show them a podcast app and find our show and then subscribe them to it. We're really looking to grow our audience and you can help. Thank you so much. Our podcast today was produced in Portland, Oregon by Alex Ward from Sounds Like Pictures. Whether you got a BRF by your side or you're out there solo, many happy miles. <laughs> <laughs>